and welcome to That's Just What I Heard. I'm Brianna Collins, and I'm joined, of course, by my lovely co-host, Drew Carpenter. Hello. Hi. It's a new week, and we are keeping things moving, getting back together, and just so excited to talk again so soon. I know. This feels like home, so I'm glad we're we're back in the groove. And I don't know how regular we'll be doing this, but for the time being, everyone just buckle up because we're back, so get excited. Yeah, no promises during the pandemic, but we're going to do the best we can. (laughs) Um, We've had a busy week, actually, I feel like, in pop culture. And there was a few things we didn't talk about last week that we wanted to make sure we cover. Um, A lot of negative things happening in the world of pop culture. I know, but we can't forget it. So we have to at least say something so we at least pay our respects. Well, we had the tragic death of Naya Rivera we wanted to mention. It was horrible to follow that story unfolding actually awful and i still at some point i had to stop following once they confirmed it was her Mm -hmm. i had to kind of pull away because it was gut-wrenching to like listen to the testimonials and like hear them interviewing her son and like their last moments together so it's completely awful i would not wish that upon anyone and i deepest condolences to her family and everyone who's connected to her because that's just traumatic on so many levels i actually had a personal story very similar to that a friend of mine was on a boat and went missing and similar thing and it like took me a very long time to get over that so i kind of relate and it's just the worst 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 feeling ever so condolences to the entire rivera family yeah it was that's well said and um it was even more heartbreaking to just see more videos of her that and I actually was watching Glee back during the beginning seasons when she had a lot of those scenes and she was definitely my favorite at the time actually um and then I fell off the Glee wagon like a lot of us did but she was so talented I listened to her on a bunch of podcasts and she's hilarious and read excerpts from her book and yeah it just sucks so um, do you remember that she was a child star because I completely forgot until like people were like remembering her and I was seeing pictures of her and I cannot believe I forgot that she was um Richie's girlfriend on Family Matters do you remember yes well from the video it like or the you know it it, rev- it reminded me of that but she was so cute the cu- and like sassy the actual and cutest and yeah. she was on Smart Guy and yes. um Fresh Smart Prince guy. And, like, all these shows that I, like, completely forgot that she was the cute little, like, girlfriend or, like, friend of someone on the show. And I just, ugh, she had a great career. So, um, rest in peace. Yeah, and um, her son is adorable. I'm so glad he's okay and just hope that he has a lot of good people around him to lift him up. So, um, wanted to just mention that. And then more bad news is obviously everything that happened with (laughs) Kanye West in the past week was really intense yeah it was a lot and then kim felt the need to speak up and kind of defend her husband which i understand that's kind of a difficult position for your family Mm -hmm. to be in um but also on the same time a lot of the tabloids and people always conspire that chris jenner is in charge of the tabloids and that she leaks stories to them but that there's like divorce rumors and like they're considering divorce which you know, that's awful, but I feel like that's been coming for a long time, and I hope that he gets some help, because it sounds like 
they all need it. Like some therapy or some counseling or just like some healing in that family. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so hard because once you start to mention, talk about your kids, it's kind of like you cross a line that's really hard to go back on. And I think the one thing about Kim is I feel like she, that whole family is very ride or die. Like people can talk about them how they want, but they will do anything for their family. And she has stood by him during a lot. And I just feel like once you bring the kids in, it's a different game because Mm -hmm. then they have to see it and you open up a whole other can of worms. So I just feel for all of them. I feel for him. I feel for her. I feel for the kids. I feel for Chris. I feel for everyone. Courtney seems unbothered, though. She was posting a lot of poosh stuff this week. So I was like, well, okay, Courtney, like, you do you, boo. So good for poosh. Like, keep keep that train on. It's tracks. But I felt, I felt, it was just, like, r- tough to watch, honestly. Yeah. Also, one of the stories that I, at a certain point, had to be like, okay, I've seen enough. Like, I need to tap out. Same. There's a certain level where I just get to, I just don't want to be, like, drugged down that rabbit hole. But peace be with them. So. Yeah. Hope they get the help they need. Also, some bright news to make us all feel a little better right now is Demi freaking Lovato, my queen, my soul sister, is finally engaged to someone who she seems smitten kitten about. And if you just take five seconds on any of their Instagram, you will know that they are obsessed with each other. Like they're madly, deeply middle school in love. And I'm quite happy for her. So I'm going to give a hot take on this one. Comparing it to middle school love is how I feel about it because they just started dating. She mm-hmm. has a bumpy past. So I I love her. I think she's insanely talented. I've been rooting for her always. I've listened to all of her albums in depth. She's incredible. I want her to be happy. It freaks me out a little how fast it's been. And when there's like something fast and over showy for a lot of these entertainers or performers, it feels like it rarely lasts. So... I hope it lasts. Also, who is he? And also, he has Emmy nominated or something, or Emmy in his bio and Instagram. It's like, if you have to talk about it, boo, do we know really, you know, I just, I don't know who he is. Maybe he's popular with a younger demographic than I Or maybe he's like one of those like behind the scenes people who like, people in the biz know who he is, but we don't because we're, okay, well then, I don't know. I just feel like she's happy. And when I watched her documentary a couple years ago, I was fully rooting for her and Wilder Valderrama to get back together. I think that's why it's hard for me is because I think I was attached. But I got over, I mean, remember I was a huge, uh, like, Jelena fan for, like, years. It took me a long time to get over that. And then I got over it, obviously. I think him and Haley are good (laughs) for now. But, um, yeah, maybe I'll – she does seem healthy, happy, glowing. He Maybe he's a little more normal than some of the other people she's dated. Like, maybe because we don't know who he is, that's the appeal. Like, he is, yeah. he has some level that he understands her life, but, like, we don't know too much about him, right. which could be good, could be bad. I also feel similarly to you, because didn't Wilmer get his girlfriend, now fiance, pregnant yeah. within the past year, and they're getting married? I think he got Or are married. Pregnant. Whatever, like, he got engaged and baby on the way and I think that probably tipped her scales a bit because I I just feel like she always had a place in her heart for him and I think he was like moved on a long time ago so I don't know I just want her to be happy because she deserves it and she's just like I agree though she's overcome so much and I feel like people like that 
who really give it their all and try their hardest to be good people deserve happiness. So I hope it works out. I hope they like take a chill. Like it kind of reminds me of Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Just like how like quickly it happened and then like mm-hmm. it fizzled really quickly too. So I hope that they can at least weather whatever's coming up. You know? you know what it reminded me of? And actually, this is someone we hadn't talked about. I don't know if you're a fan of Morgan Stewart or follow her at all, but she also – but I think she took a little longer, and it seems like she did a lot of work after her divorce. Um, like, from what I've listened to on podcasts, it sounds like she really got, you know, some therapy and worked on herself and really va- evaluated that relationship. And she got engaged to someone who I – didn't recognize and then I mm-hmm. read more and realized he's Dr. Phil's son who's also Wild. also a musician so who even knows but she actually seems really happy too and I love her I wish her the best also yeah so um Mazel tov, I guess to Demi Lovato yeah so there's like some good uh, engagements happening in quarantine and there's also been some babies uh, so many Jessica babies Beale announced that they announced the birth of their second child that was kind of all in Secrecy, And there was also, of course, the backtracking to realize that when the Justin Timberlake scandal with his co-star happened, that would have meant Jessica Biel was pregnant during that time if she had. Correct. Yeah. Which, you know, I am the number one, like the president, the CEO, the founder of the JT fan club. Like he can do no wrong in my eyes. Even when he does wrong, I'm just like, I still find a way to make him okay. And when that happened in New Orleans, I was the most heartbroken ever to hear that that was when she was pregnant. I just was like. Ugh, I hope they are they're in a good place and they seem to be happy and just keeping their life private, which they kind of always have. But mm-hmm. I hope it's a new leaf for this family because I want him to be happy because I love him so much. And I'm jealous it's not me that he's married to. But like, whatever. Who cares? Jessica Biel bothers me sometimes, but I think she's with the the show she had, which I can't even think of the name. The Facebook like, show? No, the show that was on TV, like the thriller, The Sinner. Um, that she like produced and was acted in it made me respect her again also i did used to like her a lot in seventh heaven which we all did a lot of darkness has come out of that show in recent days (laughs) or recent years but um she's kind of meh for me but i wish them well and whatever (laughs) i just feel like someone who i see is like so dynamic and talented as jt like what does she have that i don't you know well what makes her so great have a lot and as you just told me before we started recording you have to leave in a little while to go make an apple pie from scratch. So <laughs> you're certainly a catch, but I I think they uh, they seem to have something that works. I wouldn't be surprised if she knew they have some sort of open agreement and like she kind of knew. I don't know. I feel like everyone in Hollywood from reading all the Hollywood blind items about golf, you kind of have to though, because yeah, because I feel like I have heard stories about JT and mm-hmm. it just. I mean, it just sadly comes with the business with like entertainers professional athletes it's truly just the way it works but wish them well also another couple um that is pregnant is Gigi Hadid and Zane is it Malik I think so they're pregnant and she's like gonna pop any day now right she's been pregnant for like 10 years I don't know I really like her a lot also we haven't when are Joe and Joe Jonas and Sophie uh, also Sophia pregnant Turner for 10 years. having is it Sophia or Sophie now I feel Sophia. Sophie Sophie okay Sophie, Sophie Turner, Turner who I love when are they having their baby because that should be it should be now. today it should be well, today 
Love them. I I like Gigi Hadid. I always have since her Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills days. <laughs> but I I do not really like them together. I feel like he's dramatic and has a, like I feel like he has a lot of problems, and she strikes me as someone who really doesn't. And yeah. I they kind of stress me out together. They've been back and forth a lot, and I'm a, I don't know. It makes me a little nervous. I'm such she a seems, downer today. <laughs> you are a little bit, but it's okay. She seems it's raining. Chill. I'm looking at the rain outside my window, and I'm just like... It is storming in Houston, by the way. So we both have rain in our background. So if y'all hear thunder, just bear with us. Um, and then the last pregnant couple that no one cares about, but I'll say it anyways, is Chris Pratt in his <laughs> child bride, a.k.a. Katherine Schwarzenegger. I guess we care. If anyone cares, there's the news, but... I'm moving on. Do you care? No. <laughs> okay, perfect. In other news, we also do not care about, which someone I'm sure does, is Taylor Swift released Ugh. a surprise album, which... I feel like we're going to lose all seven listeners that we've got <laughs> in the past know. week. Um, I know. If so, you're new here, we have hot takes, so buckle up. Oh, I know. I just... I, I, I'm happy for people that need that right now. I'm happy. I think she's a really talented writer. I think she, she really hits the spot for some people. But wow, this me, is great. She doesn't hit any spots. Wow, you are like preaching to my church right now. Like that is beautifully said, and I hope we did not offend all five of our listeners because. I know we both feel a certain type of way about her, but I want to pay our respects to, you know, the Swifties because they are just as ferocious as the Beehive and I don't want to mess with that. So just just know respect is given and you we are going do to... You con- you, we'll do us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, it's that not was cardigan the- season. It's not cardigan season. It's hot outside. It, it's It's hot. just... But it's like never that season for me, ever, but... That's okay. Some people like cardigans and some people just like don't look cute in them. I just do not look cute in a cardigan, you know? Yeah, I get it. I'm like a bomber jacket, leather jacket kind of gal. I'm a leather jacket girl with some studs on it or like a sweatshirt or some joggers. Mm -hmm. Like that's my vibe. Cardigans, not for me. Same. Same. I don't like horses. I don't have any cats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We gotta I'm stop. We gotta so stop hard. because we gotta we're, stop. we're done. We're done. We're but done. I'm, I we're really done. am happy for the people that got to have some new music infused in their life, and it just jazzed things up for them. So, shout out. I'm proud of. Yeah, great. So, what I'm so excited to talk about, though, and what yeah. I am itching to communicate with you personally about is yes. this week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has finally it was stepped the best. Up. It was the best. It is what OC is lacking. It is what so many franchises have been lacking for so long they just gave it all to us and beverly hills had been lacking true i mean truly like they are finally getting their groove again and like the drama and the tea is piping hot and like the cast members are just meshing in the perfect ways and not meshing in the perfect ways and i literally could watch it for eight hours a week like i don't know why it should only be an hour but we'll dive into it so let's start at the top let's start at kim falling asleep the 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 camera scrolling to kim richards falling asleep at her sister kyle's 
very expensive charity event while she was talking about keeping things exciting. Correct. For the charity event. The shade I, was so beautiful. I need to give it up, and I always, always do. But I will again give it up to the cameramen and the editors at and Bravo. Women. And women, women. women too, because they are doing the Lord's work and they are zooming in and panning over and dubbing convos that I need. Like, I don't need some other things. And looking at Kim falling asleep right before his her sister is interesting. Wilson Phillips, which is like, haven't we done that That 18 times now? A shot of adrenaline oh my to my system. I was like, what is happening? Are we watching bridesmaids? Are we watching? <laughs> Literally bridesmaids. Golden Girls. What are we watching? What is happening? It was, the whole thing was a hot mess and I loved it so much. It was so good. That party was great and I think they did a great job capturing it. Um, they also gave us a nice little peek into Brandy Glanville, who has now mm. graced our screens again. And she got beyond drunk and had quite a time at the party which was cringy to watch but also like it reminded me of the old beverly hills when she was just like fresh off of her divorce and like trying to figure out her new life but um otherwise the party was great was there anything else that i'm forgetting that at the end of the party we we watched most of the party the weekend the week before when like camille camille grammar was having her kind of confrontation with everyone teddy was just like i don't need to hear anything from you and then this week it just picked back up. I brand if the housewives are Shakespearean, Brandy is continually that kind of tragic character that you know. I'm trying to think of an, an exact name of a Shakespearean character, but it's it's not it's not coming to mind. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but um, there's just something like tragic about her, and there always has been, and it's it's hard to watch, but it is also very entertaining to watch like it adds a yeah. lot of dimension to the show and so showing some of those old they did a lot of flashbacks in this episode and i gotta tell you i think i'm gonna restart beverly hills same Let's i felt the it. exact same way because she yeah. was like apologizing to adrian maloof which like oh that totally dynamic. forgot about yeah. that it talked about her being best friends with kim which they used to be mortal enemies yeah. like there's so much that has gone on I wish I could go back and rewatch it without Vanderpump being in it because I just know how much she, like, hurt a lot of the storylines. But I know she is, you know, a part of this, the group. But I agree. I think going back and rewatching would be a great use of my time. So that's high on my list. But moving on from that, I think they all went to Erica Jane's Shoe Dazzle event, which was adorable, and they all looked great. Everyone looked like they came ready for a picture except for denise she came in like combat boots and like a tank top which is great as a vibe but like if you're going to someone's event dress up a little bit but uh that's when ren i have a question before we get into that scene was the scene with i just wanted to quickly mention the scene with lisa renna's daughter talking about apartments with kyle's daughter was that before that it was around that well i just wanted to say one thing about that scene and then we can go back to shoe dazzle her daughter, Alexia, I think they call her Alexia, right? Uh, Kyle mm-hmm. and Mauricio's daughter. Her voice sounds so much like Kyle's. I didn't even like think the about same that. Voice. And also, I got to say, though, she actually carried herself very well and seemed like hardworking. And it made me have a little more respect for Kyle, knowing that her daughter kind of carries herself in that way and has that much mm-hmm. focus on work. And mm-hmm. then. 
Lisa Renna things were like a hot mess and she just like laughed it off and I was like that's a dark situation as well but anyway I didn't know if that was chronological and it kind of has nothing to do with the rest of the episode so just but it was to still good thoughts there no that was still good because I agree and I also feel like the way that Kyle's daughters in general have carried themselves yeah. on the show yeah. has kind of shown that they all seem to be well adjusted they seem to be independent in a way that they don't rely on their parents that we at least see in a way that they just they kind of do their own thing. They are very tight with their family, but they all know how to just be their own humans, which is really special. The only one that I feel like might not have that same quality is the youngest. Is it Portia? Portia? Yeah. Portia has been a hot mess since day one. I think because she has such a big gap from her sisters. Like I think there's like a star, like attention. And yeah, I think there's like yeah, a 15 or 17 year gap yeah. between them. So like her life was much different than her older sister. So I'm interested to see how she grows up. Yeah, one of the sisters, though, they, they, the family was a little intense when they t- sent, like, Sophia, I think it was, over to college. That was kind of intense, and they were all, like, crying, and it was very yeah. dramatic and emotional. But, yeah, I think they all actually work, which I think is interesting for a housewife family. So, anyway, not to interrupt the shoe-dazzle, but wanted to just put a little <laughs> bow on that before we dive into the dynamic that takes us the rest of the episode. So Yeah, um, we're going to we're gonna try and hit the high points. It's jam-packed. It really is. So Shoe Dazzle, uh, Lisa Renna, for one, her glam, these past couple seasons have just been such a joy to watch. She had the long, like, brownish, blondish wig on, this, like, tight outfit, and they all kind of looked just ready to glam. Denise did not. Um, Erica looked, I feel like, very normal, but it all comes to they were propositioned by Lisa Renna to go to Rome for a week because they want to do like one last girl's trip before Erica starts her Chicago residency on Broadway, Um, which is is fine. And I think in between then is when there was the convo with um, Garcelle and Sutton. Oh, another great one off scene I wanted to talk about with you. Where Garcelle (laughs) asked Sutton, "How how did you get your money? Uh huh, and Sutton will not answer it. She kind of just said like from divorce money, but it was just funny to watch their their dynamic was very interesting. So it seems like Sutton is opening up to her a lot quicker than some of the other girls. I think that the way I kind of like actually agreed. I mean, it was incredible to watch from Garcelle, and I will tell you, I think it actually did bond them. Like I think it actually made their relationship a little. They started having a more I don't know. I actually think I agree with Garcelle that if you're going to have a real relationship, you ask those kind of questions like, what was that money from? Like, what's your history with this with your ex-husband? How did y'all meet? Mm -hmm. You were 13. Mm -hmm. What was that like? I mean, I felt like her diving in to me, it actually showed she cares about her relationship because if she didn't care, she would just be fake. It was really intense, though. And I, I it was such a great housewife scene where it's like I know it's like breaking the fourth wall. It's like breaking the fourth wall on Housewives to ask about money. Uh Uh-huh. And because multiple people have alluded to her just being filthy rich and no one's just come out and said, like, what is the deal? And the way Garcelle approached it was very endearing and I feel genuine. And that's probably why she had a pretty good response. At first, I was like, shoot, she's going to close up. She's not going to say anything. But she surprisingly did. She shared what she was comfortable with, which I thought was was great. Um, But we're... It was great, but I want to get to the meat 
of this episode. Yeah, one last thing on that. They There was a picture on social media this week of Garcelle and Sutton getting a socially distanced lunch or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I think they're it filming again. I think they started filming, which um, I'm just hoping we're not going to have, like, even two weeks at some point without Bravo. That's my biggest fear is that they're going to run out. Of, I'm glad they pushed Potomac so we at least get that hit to our veins. And then we'll see what starts coming after. But... Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole show, the whole episode was obviously leading up to the scene at Kyle's house, which I gotta tell you, when it started, I did not think that was gonna be the scene when all not the at all stuff comes out. I thought this was a dumb another housewives packing for a, a cast trip scene because Teddy and Kyle are together. Our listeners like, know, Boy. our listeners know, we do not give a fly and flip about them packing for their trip a lot of times they waste an entire episode about people getting their botox and getting their shoes and their outfits i don't care about the prep i want to see them in the airport getting drunk at the emx lounge i want to see them struggling to get their bags off the carousels i I want to see them them like on ambient from the long flight i want to see them fighting because they're jet lagged ordering room service and awkwardly handling the staff like yes you can skip the part where they're putting all their expensive clothes in a suitcase and pretending it doesn't fit. I'm over it. So that's the scene I thought we were getting. Which was Same. And I, I admittedly like kind of tuned out. I like yeah. went to the kitchen. I made like a snack. I was like, whatever. I don't really need to be here. I'm waiting for the next thing to happen. And lo and behold, this was like the part of the episode where I literally dropped what I was doing and sat on the couch with my hands tucked under my chin, just like eating up every morsel. And... Brandy eventually came inside, which was, it was awkward at first because Kim dropped off some dresses. It's like, oh yeah, she's in the car. And Kyle's like, well, invite her in, you ding dong. And so finally Brandy comes in to join um, Teddy and Kyle and Kim, who they're talking about like baby shower plans and packing and whatever. And at some point, the topic of Denise and kind of her awkward interactions with the group comes up and Brandy kind of... In- like insinuates like just be careful with her she's not what you think and again I'm still not really thinking that this is what's (laughs) about to happen I'm just like okay yeah whatever but what ends up happening is Brandy tells the full story of just the drama that has ensued between her and Denise which we kind of got little hints of you know the tabloids there's some like blog articles no one really knew but everyone kind of knew but this was a great kind of like look behind the curtain and should I like just tell everything or should I just have our listeners just I mean I think yeah the recap is yeah tell give a recap because this is what we're going to be talking about this is the loosey-goosey apple juicy yes this season but it is way heavier and I feel like this is I want to go in depth psychologically on this. So, yeah, give a recap of what yes. Brandy what Brandy told to this room of, of women. So Brandy's side of the story, which I agree with Kyle. Brandy's a lot of things. So she is not a liar. So if she's saying it, I honestly y'all can hate me. I believe it. So what she has I said it too. We can get into the believer. We can get into that after. Give the, give the yeah, recap. Yeah, yeah. Of, and also so, Kyle and Kim may be trained actors, but Teddy and brandy are not so correct and i've never like brandy brandy looked so different than she usually does and not just because of all the stuff that's happened to her face she truly was not herself in that moment and kim like 
you know that you, I, all girls have been in that moment where they are about to tell their friends or a, kind of a, a, a tier two or three friend group some serious shit that went down and you're with your close friend that already knows the story like the look between them i've had that you and i have had experience 100 percent had experiences where you're like something went down we don't necessarily want to talk about it but it's starting to come out and you kind of brace yourself to be like once i tell this story everything's gonna be different one thousand percent like that it felt like that kind of moment it felt it felt genuine it felt super genuine and brandy if anyone for whatever reason does not know brandy's history briefly she was married to a fella named eddie who was he was an actor and he was on set filming a movie with the country star leanne rhymes who was also at the time married to her own husband of x amount of years during that time they met fell in love and had an affair and left their respective spouses to be together it was big drama back in the day um that happens all the time now i feel but uh they ended really poorly and brandy's thing is she will never ever ever be a cheater she does not understand a cheater's mentality she has written books about it she has talked about it ad nauseum she very much does not believe in a cheating kind of situation so fast forward to her and denise being friends they're hanging out they're having a great time they're vibing they even flash back to last year when they had their was that their first dinner or one of their first dinners together um and you and they you could just tell there's like like two girls gabbing having a great time a lot of chemistry fun yeah drinking both of them drinking having fun yeah and brandy says that during some of their early earlier meetings there were a couple times where they were having fun and they did some kissing they were making out okay that seems crazy that but happened before the first time they made out was before denise richards mom you know denise richards if you're listening <laughs> uh, this is who we're talking about by the way um for all of our followers who don't watch reality tv we've got denise richards in the house that we're talking about um yeah. This was before she was starting to date Aaron, is what Correct. Leanne said. Or Leanne, oh my or, gosh, for a slip, which is what Brandy said. So it was or at more least before they were married. Before they were married, at least. I don't know well, what the timeline was, but they weren't, whatever it was, they weren't like in a committed situation. Right. I'm not sure what right. it is. Um, but at certain some point, Denise Richards had told Brandy, like, Aaron's cool with it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mind us kissing. He knows I have fun. He's he down if I do with it. With women, he's open to it. Correct. Um, so Brandy at that point is thinking, I've got the okay. Like this is not taboo for them. Like they've somehow agreed to this open situation. So if that's the case, we're going to continue to have fun. Um, they did. They continue to have fun. And one of their interactions, they had all the fun. If you well, know except, what I mean. But I also think the way Brandy told the story was they were sharing a bed. Um, their Denise's kids were downstairs asleep and they had been drinking a lot and one thing led to another and things escalated but Brandy said she felt kind of weird about it it wasn't super into it so things they went to bed whatever and then the next day Denise Denise said you can't tell anyone about what happened last night Aaron will kill me mm-hmm. and Brandy starts to freak out because not only is that like 
what do you mean? Like, I thought we had agreed that this was okay. Like, she's freaking out because she herself has experienced that exact situation. And now she's the other person. And she thought that she had been a part of something that she had gotten some sort of consent from Denise via, you know, Aaron, Mm -hmm. that this was a okay thing. So she feels completely awful. She feels like Denise has something over her head almost at this point. Yeah, because Denise makes her feel so fearful of telling anyone or getting out. And also, that is the polar opposite of Brandy. Brandy overshares everything. Genuinely, like, she's been in the public light since she was a teenager. This is... We've seen her over and over again during during all the years and I just yeah there was a lot more for Denise to lose than Brandy but the way Brandy explained it too was that you know she's been writing books about loyalty and all that and so it just made her feel horrible that she was potentially a part of an affair so and not only that not only that, Denise kind of egged it on and every time that they had like like this trip or whatever they're doing, like Denise was the one encouraging her, like, please come just stay with me or like don't get a separate hotel, stay with me. Mm-hmm. Like don't like she was kind of the one making Leading her feel it. like it was something that she was extremely passionate about. So Brandy at this point is just broken down. Kim is kind of, you know She knew the story before, yeah. So she was she kind knew of, the like, whole supporting story. her, saying it was messed up that she kind of made her feel that way and couldn't let her tell anyone. Teddy and Kyle, again, Kyle and Ken may be trained actors, but Teddy was Teddy obviously had never heard that before. She was shocked. Yeah. yeah. Um I, I just I just imagine that Nene meme where she's like, honey, I was shocked or whatever. Like <laughs> it was just so everyone was shocked. Um Brandy did not look okay. No. And even in the car when they left, Kim, they had audio still and Kim was like, well it's good you got it out. And Brandy was like, I don't feel good. Like, she yeah. she wasn't just like, screw her. Like, I'm glad I told my story. You could tell the heaviness of it weighed on her. And she was scared. And also, we've seen recent scenes with Aaron lately. Aaron can be freaking scary. And so I think oh, yeah. Brandy was also just like, I don't know what is happening there. And they hadn't seen each other since uh, for a year since that happened. And then mm-hmm. when... Denise got word that Brandy was going to be at Kyle's event. She started texting her because this opens up the second big part of this story, which is that Denise started kind of trying to cozy up to Brandy and talking shit about all the women. And that's another thing they laid down was like Denise said something bad about all of them. Yeah. And Brandy was like, you guys don't know that she has said all the things that you think she's not saying. Like she says to me, just unprovoked. She's just telling me the worst about every single one of you. But then when she's, you know, filming or in a group setting, she's so chummy. It's really weird to see her kind of be two faced. I just feel like a lot of times throughout Bravo and especially Real Housewives history, people who have been formerly connected to a show are sometimes trying to find a way back in, trying to find a storyline, trying to find like something mm-hmm. to give them some airtime. And a lot of times you can see like this is a, this is hokey. This is not mm-hmm. worth like, our Jill time. Jill Zarin has done that a lot in New York and um, even Carrie in Dallas or a lot of yeah there's a lot of situations of that and i mean truly truly i did not feel that from brandy Same. i felt like she just was truly saying something she she was nervous and if she was trying to like just start drama and get back on the show you she would have more of a smirk to her face she would feel some sort of satisfaction but she seemed legitimately worried and just 
cautious about telling that story. So I I know this is what we're going to talk about for the next, you know, six weeks with the Mm -hmm. show. And I'm interested to see how it it goes, because they kind of did hint at the beginning of the season that this is probably the time where Denise pulls out of filming and stops attending some events. So I hope we get some answers. I hope we get the girls... I mean, I think we're not, I think that I read an interview to prep for our conversation. I read a, I think like the Washington Post or something did a cover, covered Denise Richards. Like she, her publicist is working over time. And so she's trying to do some PR around all this. And even reading that when she was kind of like, I don't have an open marriage with my husband. If I did, I would just be open about it. Just reading the interview as a whole and the way she addressed or didn't address certain things and also... The way she's acted in the past, the way I think she hasn't treated this show truly like as a really hardcore reality TV show, I just could, it feels like there's more for her to lose. It feels more feasible for her to want to not talk about it. And also there's a part of me too that's like, I respect her privacy that she wouldn't want to share some of that. But I think it was the way she treated Brandy after. Because I think Brandy is, is... If you treat her right, she's going to be super loyal to you. If you screw her over, it's done. It's game mm-hmm. over. So she didn't have to go about it that way with Brandy. I think she I agree. hurt her feelings. She didn't communicate right. She kind of treated her like shit. And it came out. The truth always comes out. And I think where there's smoke, there's fire always, especially in Housewives. So Oh, yeah. I just, I just, I believe Brandy and I feel bad for her. I always feel bad for her because she's kind of a, like I said, a tragic character. And oh, I, yeah. have, I don't know. I am interested. So the last scenes of this week's episode mm-hmm. was them oh finally arriving in Europe and a couple of the girls um, kind of got wind of there has been some stuff that we need to discuss. Um, and so that's where it'll pick up next week. I, I'm so excited. If anyone listening to this podcast is not a fan of Beverly Hills, I just feel like this would it's be a, good a really fun to time yeah. to to hop in. It's just, it's easy, it's fun, it's a roller coaster, and I think it's one of the better storylines that we've had in the past mm-hmm. three or four Beverly Hills seasons. I so I think it'll be enjoyable, and I think it's going to be good. I do think though that Denise Richards will be denied until either forever or until her and Aaron one day, if they ever get a divorce, I think she'll come out with some story about really what that relationship was like. Otherwise, I don't think... Which is wild that I... Yeah, I feel like he's a version of Charlie Sheen. He's kind of crazy, kind of controlling. Like, I think there's some things behind the scenes that we do not... I agree. We're not prepared for. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that. Yeah, I totally agree. I also think... Do you remember when that astrologer came to them and was like, Denise Richards has a hidden side? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I believe it. I'm also like, oh my gosh, I forgot something I wanted to talk about today too, which this is a perfect segue into very quickly. Megan Fox and um, Machine Gun Kelly dating, and they were on Lala and Randall's podcast with the famed astrologer, Susan Miller. Hey mom, I know you know Susan Miller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I listened to that full podcast and we can talk, I, I have so many thoughts, but yeah, I think the astrologer's role in these reality TV shows like seems to be a recurring theme over the years. But and do you think that they're actually 
doing their job or they're being fed some storylines to kind of play off of because it's they're easily google google well susan miller is i mean this is maybe as polarizing as our taylor swift comment but I, i'm a, i love astrology i think it's so much fun i think when, when you go like really in deep and you get people's like moon signs and all that and susan miller has a big career for i mean 30 years whatever like i don't think her speaking on randall and Lala's okay. podcast was like anything other than legit from her perspective. I do think on some of the like Real Housewives, those astrologers and the infamous, you know, um, <laughs> psychic scene or whatever. There's some wild stuff that comes out there, and you're like, these people are kooky. Who yeah. even knows? So I, it's it's a mixed bag. It's one of the tropes along with others that appear on the Housewives, but yeah, I think it was an ominous forward kind of uh, for foreboding statement about Denise Richards having do you listen to Lala and Randall's podcast is that what I'm hearing right now okay so no (laughs) um before we circle back to that is there anything else we want to say about this episode of Beverly Hills I think we're just in we've buckled up we're on the actual ride and it's and I love when they're trapped on a vacation when stuff hits the fan it's the best. I think it's going to be great. I think Rutte V. So hopefully they dive right into it and we don't have like a, a filler episode because sometimes they do that after like it gets really heavy. They give so, like a though, filler. They're about to all be coming to together and Lisa Renna is going to open her mouth. Like there's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So I, I was, hope so. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be good. good. Uh, no, I think I just it was a, a perfect episode and it's going to yeah. get even better. So I loved it. So back to Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> and Lala oh and Randall. Um, it I don't I don't think anyone cares but me. So if anyone wants to just DM me if they have if they want to talk about the episode, <laughs> if they have any thoughts, I'm here. That's a much else. better use of our time. Just DM. We'll move on. Re. Yeah, because I don't care, but I know people do. People do, and Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly mean something to people on this planet. It's just not this. And Randall planet. and Lala. It was just such a weird. I felt like I was in an alternate universe listening to that podcast with all those people together filming a movie in Puerto Rico. Yeah. The whole thing was just wild. And it was just an experience. So if anyone else wants to chat, you know where to find me. Um, But (laughs) back to Bravo. um, Shaw's had their reunion. Drew's still laughing at me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Now I'm kind of embarrassed to be honest. No, no, no. You should not. I'm just You should not. Own it. Own it. It's amazing. It's great. That I'm just a child. Do not mind me. No. Shaw's reunion part one was this one. week. I don't know how many parts. They usually do three parts if it's a good season, two if it's a lame season. Um, it was good. I think they started to touch on some some things. I, I think the bulk of it will come this, aka today, this coming week. Yeah. Um, but they did start talking touching on a lot of the subjects and, and going through just a recap of the season, which I kind of forgot a lot of it. And Same. Because it's been like two or three months since they showed the last episode. Um, what do you think about everything outside of the Reza MJ? What do you think about Nima and Gigi and Destiny and Mike and his girlfriend? Um, yeah, I agree that the next week or today or whatever, the part two is going to be really where they get into it. And that seemed actually really emotional and intense. It sounds like Andy's going to have Mike 
mediate between Reza and MJ. So that's going to be really intense. I think that's when the bulk of kind of everything will be discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, Nima, I'm kind of over. Destiny, I'm kind of over. Same. I love um, Destiny. I don't. I don't like her. Um, <laughs> Which is fine. Um, Gigi... Can I just say Gigi is one of the most stunning people on television as a side She's note. Gorgeous. She's so beautiful. She um, is. I don't like when she starts getting like bratty. It stresses me out, especially because. But I she's like a brat. Like you've realized that, that though. She is who she is. So whatever. I think Mike, I'm I, I'm happy. I, I honestly, if all of them are saying that he really has met his match and that he's like a great, you know, fa- like an additional father figure for his girlfriend's kids and that this is it. I believe him because they gave him shit for every other relationship he's been in and they are not playing around. So I'm happy for him. I hope, I think he finally found a good relationship and like has grown up. Um, yeah, I don't, is there anyone? Else? Oh yeah. That's how I feel about everyone. I, I think next week is going to, the next one is going to be our big, that's when everything's going to come out. Do um, you think they'll bring what's his face on screen? Ali, Tommy. Oh, no, Ali. No. The guy who started. Yeah. No. He wishes. No. And I think Andy also. I love. I thought it was really sweet when Andy said he really was is touched by when Mike and. Uh, oh, yeah. Reza like cry and have like their moment. So I, I think actually too, Andy probably. I don't know. These people have really intense friendships and have spent a lot of their life together and have very deep family ties and cultural ties. And so I think that they're taking these types of fights and situations really seriously. And I don't think they, they're they not going to throw Ali in or whatever. He's, no. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we should come back to this next yeah, week I because I think the first week was good. It was a good recap. They, they got all of the other stuff out of the way mm-hmm. so that we can really focus on the MJ and Reza of it all. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be good to see the interaction with the group and then as well as Mike being the mature mediator that he is. So just hang tight on our Shaw's recap. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. It'll be worth the wait. Um, yeah. But I know you wanted to say a couple things about the Real Housewives of New York. Yes. Um, this week was kind of a oof, rough episode to watch with Ramona's 61st I think birthday um it was a shit show I don't even I think um Leah made the joke that it was gonna be like a MAGA rally like just a bunch of old white blonde women that are (laughs) it was rough um so yeah I don't know this episode was kind of hard to watch um with so much centered around Ramona and Ramona was being super weird and controlling of Leah Sonia was a hot mess express, like stomping on a mirrored table. Oh my gosh. And just like, they were all just like wild. And um, it was just kind of like a, it wasn't the best episode, but they're going to Mexico coming up. And that's when they, Real Houses of New York really thrives on a vacation. Give them a sit down dinner party or a vacation. And that's where they thrive because their dialogue is what makes the show good. And when you can find them in a set location and force them to just be with each other drinking, that's when all of this shit comes out. When they're kind of in a more public environment or something's focused on just one of them for an event or whatever, 
it gets kind of like icky. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to their Mexico trip. I'm excited we have Beverly Hills Rome trip. Like I'm really excited for these getaways. I think it's a good time to go away with the housewives and um, hopefully, again, there were some great episodes of this season, but this was just not it for me. So I'm looking forward to them being in Mexico and watching what unfolds. I feel like the Real Housewives of New York lasts for 10 months. It feels like baseball to me. It feels like it starts in April and ends in February. Like, they just always are on. They have a million episodes. They just, like, they're the number one franchise, and you can tell. Like, they just get preferential treatment. It's like they have lo- the longest seasons. I don't watch it, but it's just, like, it's always on. I don't know I'm when it's not on. I'm curious if that's true. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if they – I'd be curious to know if that's actually – like, if they all have different – times and I mean like they probably they have do episode amounts I don't know all I know is that Dallas should have the least as of now that's a like last draft pick for me right now if that even comes back but um it's rough yeah so rough. that's kind of neither one of us watched um b- uh, below deck which we we are tried and true fans of below deck I'm sure we'll come back around and catch up on it it just hasn't been our highest priority so we apologize but usually we love it. We're talking about it. It's just—it's still a great show. And if you're listening, yeah. please invest your time in Below Deck. It's one of the it's best amazing. shows on Bravo. It's great. I agree. So we wanted to talk a little bit about some Netflix shows because mm-hmm. Netflix has brought a lot to quarantine that it was not bringing before, frankly. And 100%. It's wild to think of how many things have come and gone during this pandemic. And so some of this is like old news, but we just mm-hmm. wanted to touch on it because we haven't gotten the chance to talk about it together. Um, Correct. And in the realm of reality TV, I think Netflix is throwing in a couple of fun little things that we aren't getting from our Bravos, from our ease. So Selling Sunset, I think everyone can agree, was like crack cocaine. I mean, it was so addictive <laughs> to watch. You and I each separately on our own without talking watched it within a day or two. Like, Correct. Just ate it up. It was Correct. It it was it scratched an itch I didn't know I had. Well, you know why it scratched an itch? It's because it's the same creator producer yep. of The Hills, yep. which that just speaks to our soul and we connect with it and I think he knew that as well. Um, but it just felt like home and I felt mm-hmm. like this was the show that I've always watched, even though I only watched like eight yes. episodes total. Yes. But it was so good. I loved the girls. I loved the premise of it. Yeah. The drama was like just enough. It didn't overshadow the selling part, but the selling part, it was just enough of each. The girls all had very distinct personalities. I think it just it just made sense. And it's coming back like in like two weeks or something. Yeah. Like, and the thing season about threes. it is that, so the premise is that it's um, a real estate company in Beverly Hills and a realtor, whatever, I'm using all the wrong term, real, whatever. They sell real estate in Beverly Hills and, yeah. or actually more like West Hollywood um, is where they're, they're on Sunset, which anyway, so they're kind of around that area. And they're, it's a really glossy, very similar to the hills, how it's filmed. There's a lot of beautiful homes that are displayed because they're selling real estate. And so it gives that kind of like yummy aesthetic, aesthetic that you get from shows like that. But then you have a nice drama between all the women working. And the, it starts off with them bringing in the new realtor, which is Chriselle, 
Um, I can't remember her last name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But she's beautiful, and she was like a soap opera star. Mom, (laughs) another one for you. (laughs) And um, she was married to Justin Hartley. Yeah, the guy, I don't watch This Is Us because I don't like crying. I don't like sad stuff. But same, 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 same. He's like but the he hot was dad on... everyone loves from This Is Us. And they this were married us. when the show started. And as it's been public, they've gotten a divorce recently. And that's about to be shown in this new season that's about to come out. But it was just a great show to quickly watch. And I'm so excited that it's about to come back. We'll be able to recap it then. I know. I'm like, I love it. it. And also, one thing that I love about the show which ties to hgtv and just like house shows mm-hmm. in general i used to love the um what is it the the Tarek and um oh flipping out flipping flipping never, out or flipping whatever the house with Tarek and his, his, girl, his wife christina christina and they had a really crazy roller coaster of like him getting cancer and then them battling it and what? then having two kids you remember him got he had cancer i don't i'm not a big uh, hgtv person oh my god i'm the like biggest like the past it's... like month so so he had cancer oh like, it's not throat cancer what's it called it's flipper flop is it flipper flop it's all some version of flipping and flopping and it's flipper flopping. flop that's what it's called i just googled it flipper flop and it's Tarek and christina yeah and they were married um and had this beautiful love story they got divorced which i thought was the craziest thing so i thought they would never get divorced but they did and she got married pretty quickly after within a year to this hot beautiful british man um and they already have a kid together and so Tarek has been single and like doing his own thing and his girlfriend is heather who's on selling sunset so i was really intrigued to learn more about her because there's nothing notable about her outside of this and so it was nice to learn about her and see i kind of guess what the appeal of her is which i still don't get but i just they enjoy look so much them. alike too is what people say which is an they're un- identical identical yeah, they look so much alike um yeah it was just it's just a nice glossy good show and it it i think it's it's nice that it's found its home on netflix it's so funny mm-hmm. watching something that feels like it could be on bravo or e and then they just like throw a f-bomb in there because we're not used to seeing that on like cable so yeah um it was anyway i love it i'm so excited for it to come back can't wait to chat more about it um and i think people are still people have are still discovering the show and watching it so i think it's going to come at its season three for in a perfect time i think they mm-hmm. timed it really really well um what people are kind of over now, but what we have to mention is Too Hot to Handle, which was a so huge good that, that was a another light in the darkness. And Drew and just I'll, watched it. I'll say, I I held off for a very long time. I was like, I'm not. I like, I've reached my threshold of trash TV. Like, my husband and my dog are judging me. Like, I have to, like, be intellectual. I've got to be, like, watching something really thought-provoking. And then I watched literally five minutes of it. And I was like, I don't You're know hooked. why I waited so long. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, it's 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 everything you want it to be. The premise is they pick the hottest, most self-absorbed and vain Dumb. people from yeah. America and Britain and Australia, throw on an island, and they have no idea why they're there, which is, I don't know what the casting directors tell them. Like, how do you God convince people? 
these uh, reality TV lawyers that are just getting people to sign contracts for <laughs> yeah. and everything and have no idea, which I believe that's happening. Like there's... 100%. Yeah, yeah. And so they're arriving on an island. They have no idea what the premise, if they're on The Challenge, if they're on Bachelor in Paradise. They have no idea what they're signing up for. They arrive. The only rules that they had was there can be no sexual activity or touching, which is the only thing they can think about. Or they lose to- money. If they don't, if they abstain, then they'll all win their piece of like a hundred thousand dollars or something i don't mm-hmm. even remember how much it was now but it was yeah and then what what ensues of course is just like craziness of of their inability to not touch each other um it's yeah. so it's so trashy but so entertaining and mm-hmm. it's once you watch the first five minutes you're sucked in because you just want to know what's gonna happen it's like opening a bag <laughs> of potato chips and expecting not to finish it and you know you're gonna feel horrible but like you need another another bite of that salt like you're not done yet you're not done yet and that's how it how it went down it's literally like eating a bag of voodoo chips those zaps voodoo yes. chips you're yes. like oh wait i just ate the entire bag in one hour like that's the exact i can parallel to too hot to handle and it was just what i thought was going to be people could not stop touching each other they were all having sex they were all making out um but then they had a chance to kind of redeem Redeem. themselves at the at the end um it was just funny some of the characters like really cracked me up and like the way they all had their little confessionals it just was so good like if you just want a no-brainer day and just like to drink a Mai Tai on your porch, put on Tua to handle because it'll be fully fulfilling. Yeah. And I think the other reason I did want to mention is because I could see those reality stars that came from that showing up in a few other places. I know Harry and Francesca are now like big internet stars and TikTok stars. And so I could see them showing up on my show, which is MTV's The Challenge that I still watch. Also, if anyone still watches or watch the last season, message just me. Just DM her, yeah. Yeah, because we don't talk about that here, but <laughs> <laughs> um, and I could see them, though, popping up there. So, uh, and I could see them doing it another season soon. So, um, yeah. yeah, it was, I was glad we had Did it. Did you watch The Circle? No, I didn't. So it kind of reminded me of The Circle in the sense of there's some, like, robot that they all talk to, but we all just know it's just, it's a room of producers who are just, like, oh, poking yeah. and prodding at them. Um and it, I think that's kind of what it stemmed off of. It was like a spinoff of The Circle, which it felt like to me, which also was mm-hmm. mildly entertaining. That one is not a must watch. It's like if you're really, really bored, watch The Circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. think also, I think these Netflix shows are going to, we're going to keep getting some new ones that are going to bring kind of an unexpected flavor. And the best thing about them is they're released in bulk. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll we have a few more we're gonna chat about. We'll bring them up at the end of next week too. So um, keep keep your eyes open for some of the new hot trends there. And we have a few that we'll talk about. But uh, we want to wrap up this week with our best week, worst week. Now that we're caught up, we can do it weekly like we used to instead of yearly. No, I know. Okay, Who's your best week. Best week. Oh, my goodness. I mean, just me. This is like, you're not going to agree with it, but I think it's Demi Lovato. I just love okay, her. I think I'm that's so fair. happy for her. Like, I legitimately, when I, I like saw it, I was you. happy for her, and it makes me feel like all of her love songs are worth it, at least for a moment in time, oh, that's you know? So sweet, Drew. Yeah, I think that's true. I hate mine, but I just have to be very pragmatic and say it's probably <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> I 
think she had a great week. So we'll just she give her did. that. She had she a good did. week. She did. We'll give it to her. Good for you, Taylor Swift. Okay, worst week for me. I don't know. I mean, okay, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you wanna... mine because I'm yeah, so go excited. For it. I mean, I'm yeah. not excited, but I don't know if you saw this, but for sure the worst week is Shannon Bedore and her daughters who all announced on Instagram that they are COVID positive. Oh my gosh, I did see that. That And they're all quarantining in separate rooms, aren't they? Is that what she said? Yeah, I think that's because ha- the, the more you have of the virus the more you're exposed to the virus even if you already have it the higher the density of the viral virus in your body the more sick you can get Uh anyway the fact that the most health paranoid person that's ever been on a bravo bravo show ever the most neurotic is the one that ended up getting covid along with her three daughters is the irony is just astounding to me i wonder how they contracted it like i i because you're right. She's like paranoid. I'm surprised that they would be in any sort of environment where they would be susceptible. Um, but it just seems like at this rate, people are getting it. And like I've seen so many, so many bloggers and people on Instagram who've been going on trips and going to resorts and hanging out with their buds. And they have all within like days returning home have been like, oh, I'm positive, tested, like got a quarantine. And they kind of make it look it's a no big deal. Um, but I think it's weird how people are like traveling and making things seem like they're back to normal and then coming back home yeah. and testing positive. So it's interesting. Like, I wonder what they might have been doing or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't even ever talk about to like just to throw in a, a bad year that Shannon Bedore's ex, Dave Bedore, David Bedore, <sighs> that his new girlfriend, fiance, whatever, is pregnant. He's like so filthy. Disgusting. Like, he's so disgusting. filthy. I don't even talk about him. Like, he's disgusting. I don't wish good things for him. I wish he just like goes in a corner. Him and Jim Edmonds can go and like sit together oh in God, a corner yes. and just yes, be like yes. filthy. Like, I just would prefer never to think about them ever again. Um, so, I, I truly hope good things for Shannon because even though she's had a Same. troubled, troubled history on the, the franchise and I've not agreed with her on a lot I think she's like finally like finding her second wave in her yeah, life and finding joy and happiness with her fiance right or I think boyfriend? just boyfriend so um anywho so that I wish them well wow but bad week yeah for them. bad week man okay so my worst week I'm probably just gonna have to give it to Kanye and the just the Kardashian oh, West yeah. family they're going yeah. through it and I want I want good things for them even though he's batshit crazy and he has like some wild demons he's been dealing with for a long time i do want good things for them and i think he's a genius and i think she's a smart woman and they have beautiful beautiful kids and a beautiful family so i do want them to come on the other side of this as happy as possible yeah i agree and something else we're gonna start adding is uh what's keeping us sane this week in quarantine uh for me it's been i've been listening to a lot of armchair expert i think it's great with Dak Shepard's podcast, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to the ones where he has experts on. So he has like a biologist, like a professor, a neuroscientist, so all different kind of experts. And I've just been enjoying that along with I've been listening to the daily every morning, um, which also reminds me that um, did we talk about John Lewis last week? No, we didn't. I also which I cannot, we definitely we, like skipped up. over that. Yeah. Yeah. So the daily uh, did a beautiful kind of um, 
covered his life one of the mornings and it was a great recap on just everything he's done. And I live in Nashville and Tennessee, so he's obviously done a lot for Tennessee um, and just the South and the country in general. So it was really sad to have him pass away right now, but um, he's just made such a difference in our world and continues and left to. such a legacy. Yeah. Um, and then I want to add one more best week before I get to what's keeping me sane. I just thought of it as you were talking about being just a badass is AOC and her speech that yeah. she had this week and her standing up for herself and her speaking so eloquently. I really know she's like a polarizing person for a lot of people and no matter how you feel about her, you have to admit she is just like such a smart, just amazing woman who's just paving and like trailblazing the way for a lot of people to come behind her. And I just think it's amazing how she handles herself because I don't know if I could be that composed and just professional in that mm-hmm. environment um, and the things that she puts up with. I know a lot of people do, but she's a young Latina woman who's dealing with a lot of things that has not been dealt with before and she's bringing them to the forefront so her speech was amazing if you haven't watched it i just it's like eight minutes it's worth it it's brings tears to my eyes when i watch it it's great it's beautiful wonderfully said i'm behind her on that but what is keeping me sane this week is very simple it's baking i'm baking a lot as you guys know i'm a professional housewife these days and i'm baking things from scratch and cooking and uh i think my husband does not want me to get a job ever ever again just wants me to just stay at home and just work i mean just cook and just clean the house because i'm really good at it by the way so i'm making an apple pie if y'all want to check out my instagram later um and see the results because it's gonna be amazing uh well i wish i had something to brag about like you do (laughs) but i don't so on that note I hope everyone has a great week. We're we're looking forward to doing this more. Mm-hmm. And for now, that's just what I heard. That's just what I heard.